This is Larry. Let's talk about women in authority. Women in authority is still being debated as a concern, and some people are mentioning Timothy 2 and Titus 2. So let's take a look at those verses, consider the greater hope that is mentioned through Jesus Christ, and a pattern of acceptable behavior by women in which they were actually in authority over grown men. In Timothy 2, the speaker mentions about he doesn't allow a woman to teach. So it definitely comes across as his opinion on how to manage the relationships between the two sexes. It doesn't come across as a thing that God would want us to do. When we go to Titus 2, it mentions the social norms that people at that time would expect. And then right at the bottom, it's a short chapter, right at the bottom it mentions the world at this time, which really puts the focus on, like the world is a bunch of people, that really puts the focus on what the norms are now. And then the next verse goes into the greater hope of, this work that God is doing where iniquities can be fixed. Well, iniquities are like a straw that bends, meaning um, you have this straw it's supposed to be straight, but this particular straw has a bend in it. That's what iniquity is. So now it's given the impression that in the social norms, which was what the verse is about, there may be something that's not quite right. And we expect it to get fixed. And at the end of the story, this big picture of what's going to happen. We know in the Garden of Eden, with Adam and Eve and the devil after the sinning happened, it told us that we love our men, but Adam had this bruise on his head. Well, anybody who's had a big bruise, like a brain injury or a real injury on their head, it affected their way of thinking. And so God created this perfect gift gift being Eve and the perspective about her was not quite right and so it's just interesting because it tells us in the story that the woman will rise up and the seed of the woman and crush the head of the serpent and it's like okay the seed of the woman will rise up but it also had Eve's attention to be turned towards the man and part of me wonders Perhaps he turned the attention of the woman to the man because he was going to need her help to deal with the abuse on his head and he needed her to care. Pay attention. Not take it lightly. And just move far away to a land with no men in it. No, 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 no. So, let's consider patterns of behavior where women have acted in ways that was basically telling men what to do and it was accepted and there was nothing negative said about it okay the first one comes to mind is deborah because it was a position of authority deborah was a judge that's just it people would come to her she would settle matters she also was involved in settling and dealing with governmental military issues and so there's a story where even barack one of the men who was over at the military was coming because he didn't want to go to the war without her and she's like uh if i go i'm getting the glory not me they're gonna have to say that a woman not a man and he was like go let's go 
<laughs> and so that was a strong one. We do have Ruth, who was very subtle with hers, meaning she knew exactly what she wanted the man to do. And she did the work that you need to do to motivate him to come make it his idea and do what he needs to do so that he can marry you. Mary, the mother of Jesus, all up in spiritual matters. Even Jesus did not know that it was time. However, she said, do the miracle. With her authority, she had whoever was close by told them to obey what Jesus tells them to do. And they got it done. And that theme of turning water to wine at a wedding continues all the way through the Bible until the end of the story with the wedding supper of the Lamb. The last is the queen telling the king to be how to choose a woman in Proverbs 31. Women led in government, marriage, and spiritual in and outside of the home. Real estate, business, and civic. We should rethink women's roles.